Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Fitter, Healthier Dad podcast, where you can learn how to improve your diet, lose fat, and get fitter in a sustainable and fun way without spending hours in the gym. Here is your host, Darren Kirby. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. This is the number one podcast for dads in their 40s who want to improve their health and fitness. This is episode 45, and joining me on today's show is Corey Warren from Lean Green Dad. Lean Green Dad's mission is to help passionate people, mostly parents, who have overscheduled, busy lives to maintain a healthy balance of plant-based nutrition, fitness, and overall wellness. Hi, Corey. Thanks very much for joining me on the show today. How are you? Oh my gosh, Darren. I am so happy to be here. Uh, you know, when you reached out and asked me to, to come on and, and join, and, and I learned about Fitter Healthier Dad, I'm like, this this is perfect. Like this is an awesome, an awesome dude with an awesome mission and it's right in line with what I do. So I'm, I'm honored to be here. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. And no, thank you very much for, for coming on. So obviously we're in very strange, uncertain times right now. So how are you? How's your family? How are you dealing with all this strangeness? Holy cow. You know, I I think that I, I want to be sensitive to everybody out there and, and know that there is so much uncertain, uncertainty and so much uh, potential stress and, and uh, things that are completely and to- totally and completely unknown. But, yeah. you know, for us, there's, there's things that we can't control and there's things that we can. And for me, I can absolutely control um, kind of my, my approach to every single day. And yeah. I think each day... You know, we talk about being fitter and healthier, of course, right? Uh, yeah. In our in our body, but I think, you know, just like um, any any race, right? Like I, I know you're probably going to ask me about like the triathlons and stuff back in the yeah. day that I used to do, and like triathlons have three, you know, main sports in them, but the one that's often overlooked is the mind. And yeah, I think that every day when I wake up, uh, I do wake up probably three hours before anyone in my family. I'm usually up around. Four thirty or five in the morning, and that's just okay. so I can have my own time. You know, maybe check a couple emails, but that's not really what that time is for. That time is for yeah. centering and focusing and and thinking about what I have ahead of me, and um, you know, kind of setting a schedule for our kids. That's one of the first things we did yeah. when kind of the stay at home orders happened. Was okay. What's what's the new normal, right? How do we yeah. establish the daily schedule? And so I think to get you know, answer your question on like, how are we adjusting? Like we're, we're doing okay. We, my wife has an autoimmune disease, which we'll get into in a minute, but you know, it's, it's one of those things that we, we have to stay quarantined. We have to stay home right now and it's, it's what's best. So that, that's how we're doing. (laughs) Yeah, no, that sounds perfect. I think the the funny thing is, you know, when we are in the, the midst of normal everyday life and, and we are strict with routines and we have to follow things, you have to be places at a certain time there's almost a real sense of uncertainty when that routine is taken away and I think like you said you know you have to have routine in your life you have to have a schedule otherwise you know time just disappears and you don't actually really achieve much and it really you know as humans I don't think we're wired to just be doing nothing or just kind of milling around so yeah I think it's, it's very important right 
Me too. Me too. I think, you know, one of the first things we do every single morning is, uh, well, they wake up and they eat breakfast and they brush their teeth. That's a given, right? Yeah. But after that, uh, we have move time. And okay. this move time is literally anything that we we can do to get our bodies moving. And yeah, right. sometimes it's a workout. Uh, some I have like a couple different apps and home workout things that I do. They're really fun. But I got to keep it fresh and fun and applicable yeah. to all age ranges because my kids are, you know, 11 at the oldest and then four at the youngest. And so, right. you know, it's uh it's a challenge, but man, we, they look forward to it every day. And, uh, you know, we're doing pushups and squats and, <laughs> and all these kind of things together, uh, as a yeah. family. And it's honestly, it's my wife's time to go and, you know, read a book or chill for yeah. an hour. And, um, you know, it's, it's my turn to kind of just help them out before I start my work day, because my wife, my wife is a, a performer. So she's a professional right. singer, actress over okay. at Walt Disney world. And, um, so she's kind of, you know, just like all Disney employees, you know, furloughed for right now. And I'm yeah. sure she'll luckily, you know, they say she'll, she'll get her job back when, when the right. parks open up again, but who knows when that's going to be. So, yeah. um, she, she takes the the bulk of the day and, and helps out with the kids. And then I kind of stay and, and keep the, the ship afloat here. So, yeah. um, yeah, but yeah, man, yeah. we're, we're making it, we're staying positive. Yeah. yeah. That sounds good. That sounds good. That sounds perfect. Mm-hmm. So for, so for the listeners that haven't come across you before and, and know a little bit about your backstory, can you give us some some background on Corey and the Lean Green Dad? Yeah, you know, guys, uh, I'm I'm a husband and a father in that order, right? I'm a husband first, I'm a father second, and then I also happen to do this Lean Green Dad thing. And um, you know, we <laughs> we uh, we started this kind of plant based journey and this plant based lifestyle when my my wife was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, and this is like back in 2006, like before my wife and I were even getting married. And we were like, okay, okay. you know, the, the stress of the wedding, like planning the wedding, I think we had six months to plan our wedding and the stress of two, two completely different personalities being me and my wife, you know, my wife being a little more easygoing, me being like super type A and organized and yeah. things need to be a certain way when I really should have just stepped out of the equation. Um, yeah you know, made a very stressful situation. And so she had had signs her entire life leading up to this m- most stressful moment in her life. And that's when this ulcerative colitis, you know, disease decided to show its ugly right. head. So, you know, 2006, we get this diagnosis. We have no idea what the heck, you know, ulcerative colitis is. How do we get it? The doctors don't know all this other kind of stuff. And so, we first thing we did was we started a local support group here. I live in, you know, the Orlando, Florida area. And, uh, okay. you know, we started one of the first support groups here in Orlando and kind of made that as a resource for us. And through education and time that passed by, um, you know, we, we learned more and started taking baby steps towards what would yeah. eventually be a full transition to a plant-based diet. And so, right. you know, we, we started Oh, we're, we're going to eat grass fed beef, right? And we're going to, yeah. we're going to eat more fruits and veggies and things like that, but just dipping our toe in, but not going all the way. And then, right. you know, shortly after the, the few years after my daughter was born, um, and my wife had flared again and been hospitalized after the birth of wow. my, my daughter, uh, we said, okay, something, something's got to change here. So we made a, yeah. a big time shift to, to plant-based. And at the time I had just 
gotten ready to do my Ironman triathlon. And I was like, Hey, you know, I'll give this a shot, whatever. And, uh, it's just worked out for the best. And so what started off as kind of a, yeah, there, there's three reasons I feel Darren, that people transition to a plant-based diet and either yeah. any of them are good, right? Like yeah. whether it's for the animals, the planet, or, you know, selfish for yourself, you know, for medical reasons, whatever. And that was ours. Ours was the medical side. And I said, okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it made us feel better. Uh, it was easier right. for Jen to digest. She was feeling really good. And then, okay. you know, the animal thing, like we're like, yeah, um, I actually, I love animals. What mm. I'm saving animals. That's cool. And then, yeah. uh, Hey, it lowers our carbon footprint and helps the planet. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's cool too. Whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so here we are, you know, label us however we we need to be labeled you know to help people out but vegan plant-based whole food plant-based whatever you want to call it we just are trying to do the best we can on a daily basis and again controlling the decisions that we have which are you know what's at the end of your fork every single day and for us uh that that's kind of the most important decision that our family can make on a daily basis and i think we're we're doing it pretty pretty well yeah, I mean, it sounds like it. And, and and obviously, you know, you've done it for a very specific and very serious reason. The fact that, you know, your wife's got this autoimmune disease and, you know, we, we know the effects of a, of a normal Western, you know, meat-based carnivore diet and that, that what that has, the effects that has on the body in, in terms of inflammation and all the rest of it. Um, and, it, you know, it's but all too often what you find is that people jump onto a phase, a craze, whatever you want to call it, without any real reason as to why they're doing it. It's just because mm. they've seen some media article or whatever, you know, that said that this is the new thing. This is the, the thing that's going to make you healthy and all the rest of it. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't work for everyone. It's clearly working for you guys. It is. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, as you are influenced, there, there's a difference between kind of like fad diets and a short-term weight loss thing and uh, yeah. a lifestyle change. And, right. you know, for us, it was a lifestyle change. And I think that when we first did it, our families, our immediate families, we were so lucky. We have family that's very, very close in the state of Florida. Right. We're just, you know, an hour away from some of them. And that's my mom okay. and my wife's mom. It's like all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I think at first our families thought, oh, this is just a cute little fad thing. You know, we'll get back yeah. to our barbecue chicken family dinners like someday. <laughs> here we are, you know, 10 years yeah. later, you're like, no, this, this is sticking for sure. Um, and so I think as you see, for me, it was uh, the movie Forks Over Knives. Have you seen that one? Right. No, I haven't. No. Okay. So Forks Over Knives is a, it's now what I would call like the OG documentary for back in the day, uh, for plant-based diets. Right. And I mean, it's this guy that's like trying to cure, you know, his high blood pressure and heart disease. He, all he does is just incorporate more fruits and veggies and switches to a plant-based diet and boom, like works really well for him. And then it's backed up by all this doctors and stuff like that. So that's cool. But today there's movies like what the health and game changers, which my good buddy, Rip Esselstyn, you know, produced. And it's like game changers, was one of the first movies where you see pro athletes that like yeah. the the Kyrie Irvings of the world, um, the Djokovic of the world, you know, like yeah. these are champions in their sports, Olympic weightlifters that are thriving and winning the top at the top highest level on a plant based diet, and yeah. 
you know, for me, that was the one that was like, holy cow, awesome, mm -hmm. right? I mean, people don't know this, but the winningest Ironman of all time was on a plant-based diet before it was even popular, you know? Right. And yeah. so it's just, it's just one of those things you're like, wow, this is becoming a lot easier and a lot more accessible too in the grocery store, yeah. you know, online. Um, but I still think words like vegan, right, versus yeah. plant-based are very different. And we have to be careful how we use those. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, veganism or vegan or vegans have been around for a long, long time. And it was almost, I don't know what it's like in the US, but it was very much, you know, in the UK, if you were a vegan, you were strange, right? You, you were not quite, <laughs> you know, the full, the full ticket. And you were, you know, why didn't you want to eat meat? Why didn't you want to eat dairy and all the rest of it? And I think um, just in general now, you know, there's more acceptance around it. And, you know, why shouldn't people be able to choose what they want? You know, if it's if it works for them, then absolutely. I'm in complete support of it. Um, you know, for, for me, it, it's not necessarily one size fits all. Um, mm. And I think that's the key. And that might sound a little bit cliche, but, you know, we, we all have a different gut microbiome. Right. And so, mm. you know, all of our gut microbiomes are different. And so what might be, you know, good for you might not be good for me but you you mentioned that when you switched yourself you noticed some some real benefits what specifically did you notice i think for me you know when i was training uh and i was at the kind of the tail end of i wasn't 100 percent plant-based when i did the iron man that was like in 2012 um yeah. but um you know i i I uh, noticed recovery immediately like i just recovered so much faster right. and i was waking up at 4 a.m. and training from like 4 to 7 a.m. every single day for like a year and a half just to get ready for this right. race. And um, I mean, for anybody that doesn't know, Ironman's like, what, 140.2 miles? Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was just crazy. And so I had to prep my body for that. And so any edge I could get, whether it be mentally or physically, uh, I, I wanted to take it. And um, yeah. That edge just came came along the lines of a plant based diet, and man, it just right. really helped out a lot. And then, as I continued to kind of, I did some triathlons for a couple of years after, like, but they were just like sprint triathlons. And okay. now, then I went back to the gym for a while, and I was you know trying to get my weight back up because I I raced at like a hundred and thirty pounds. I'm like I'm like five foot wow. nine, five foot wow. nine, one hundred thirty pounds is a skinny mini, and I'm yeah. like man, I don't want to be the skinny vegan dude. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go try to put on some muscle again. So I'm, I'm back up to where I usually am. I'm about 155 now. And, you know, I feel really strong. And for me, you know, just like you said, like everybody, different diets work for different people. Like for me, yeah. I feel the same with workouts. And while lifting weights in the gym made me feel manly, right? And like <laughs> made me feel like you're on buff or whatever. Yeah. It just, uh, I would find myself getting like weird injuries as I got okay. older. Like I'm 39 right now and I raced okay. Ironman when I was 31, I think. Right. And you know, a 31 year old working out in the gym, pumping iron and a 39 year old, I think you just have to be much more conscious. I'm not saying like, yeah. as you get older, you can't go lift weights in the gym. It's like one of the best things you can do for bone density yeah. and everything else. So go do it. But for me, calisthenics and body weight workouts and yeah. those kind of things like oh man i feel amazing doing that yeah. and 
you know, the tendons and the ligaments and the muscles are all getting worked at the same time. And you almost can't progress too fast. And that's the thing I love is like, I'd really get confident and, you know, like, oh man, I, I did 25 pound dumbbells this week. I'm going to do 45s. Like they're right there. I'm going to go grab them and yeah. make sure everybody sees me curling these. Right. And like, yeah. all that is just so dumb and not about me at all. Uh, or not, not about, you know, actual fitness. It's about look at how, how good I am. Right. And yeah. Just, so that was ridiculous, but I'm really, I'm really feeling at home right now as I'm, you know, quote unquote, getting older, <laughs> you know, I'm 30, 39, feeling good, getting, going yeah. into 40. And, uh, so I'm, I'm happy those Ironman days are over because I, I don't want to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it's, it's hard. I mean, I'm training to qualify for Kona right now oh my and, gosh. um, it's, yeah, it's, it's relentless and, and I love the sport and I've done it for about eight years now, but it, the, the toll that it takes on your body is, profound really yeah. and you know the inflammation just that alone that you're doing every you know day in day out when you're training yeah. Yeah, will have a long-term negative impact you know i don't right. care what anybody says you know it's, it is you, you, your body can't sustain that amount right. of you know punishment and it needs to recover and you know the fact that you found that and it works for you is is amazing but when so when um so so in terms of like your day-to-day -day diet then what kind of things you know are you conscious of or you're consciously putting in your diet or keeping out of your diet yeah i think uh so i think of this plant-based diet in kind of like three phases i talk about these three right. phases all the time and so like if you're just transitioning you know fa phase one for me is like getting rid of meat and dairy at a very basic level and so yeah you're subbing that out with some of the fake meats out there. And I call them fake meats and that's like such a negative connotation, but that's yeah. what they are. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. they're fake meats. And so when you think of things like the beyond burger, right. Yeah. Um, if you're eating a regular burger and you're just eating it because you think that you need to have like hundred percent Angus beef and all this other stuff, whatever. Yeah. Um, I, uh, the beyond burger tastes amazing. Like it doesn't taste mm. all chemically, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, chemically laden, you know, it's, yeah. it's really, it's really nice. Like now if we're talking about the impossible burger, in my opinion, the impossible burger kind of tastes a little chemically, but right. beyond burgers really, really tasty. So I would just say like, give that a shot. And so we incorporate that into our lives every now and then, um, the yeah. gardens of the world that produce kind of like chicken, um, uh, you know, alternatives and things like that. Right. Those are good. Um, and then, you know, phase two, we kind of get rid of the fake meats and we look at, you know, incorporating, uh, the cheeses, the fake cheeses, and, you know, we're still okay. consuming a little bit of oil, but we're saying goodbye to the meats. And, and when I say oil, you know, we're talking about olive oil, canola oil, those kind of things. I don't right. think those are part of a healthy diet, but I do think that as you're transitioning, that, um, those are important to, to just monitor how, how much are you consuming? Because those are yeah. just tons of calories, like wasted mm -hmm. calories. Um, and, uh, and the source of it, how long has it been on the shelf? Most people don't know, but it's like expired. Like a lot of it is basically expired. If you look at the date that it was harvested, these are things that are important to know. Right. Um, yeah. and then, you know, as we move into phase three, that's a whole food plant-based diet full of fruits, veggies, nuts, seeds, beans, quinoa, corn, potatoes. Like these are the things that we should be eating a lot of the time, uh, yeah. whole grains. And so, me personally, I would say I live my life like 90% of the time is in phase three. And right. 
you know, I'm going to be a hundred percent real. Cause that's all I am. And yeah. my kids, they live in phase one and every now and then they come into phase three with me, but it's, right. it takes a little bit of dad motivation and, you know, talking, <laughs> uh, not forcing yeah. my kids, but just kind of talking with them about why they should maybe instead of potato chips, like grab an apple, you know? Yes. And, yeah. um, I think that mixture, I talk about the mixture of education and parental marketing, like at the same time, but <laughs> you know, yeah. like parental marketing is kind of like, <laughs> Hey man, you know, if you eat that, that green broccoli, and this yeah. is my four-year-old. You eat that green broccoli, you're going to have muscles like Hulk. I'm telling you right now, take yeah, a bite. Yeah, You'll yeah. see. Right? And then he does and he's like, "Roar! look at me, dad. Right? <laughs> right yeah. Um, yeah. But then the education side of it is like, you know, hey, buddy, the broccoli you're eating there, it's full of two really important things. And it's vitamins and minerals. Do you know what those do for your body? Right? Yeah. And, and so the education piece is very important. We don't want to trick our kids into making healthy choices. No. We want to educate them and also let them know we've got their back and maybe boost their confidence a little bit. Like, show me that muscle. Look at yeah. that thing. Holy cow, man. Good for you. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, so that's kind of what we do. And that's kind of where we live our lives on our daily basis. Yeah. I mean, that that's so important with the children. You know, I've got two boys, one uh, is nine and one is 12. And it's very, it's, it's the first thing is it's very much dependent on their age because the younger one is like a little sponge, right? So he hmm. will lap up anything that I will tell him. And the important thing about kids is it if you tell them the reasons why behind it and explain it to them, like you've just said, a little bit of marketing, they get it. And when they get it, you know, they, they will, you know, consciously themselves make the right decisions. The, the older one is interesting because he's at that age of 12. Now he's starting to form his own opinions, starting to kind of fluff his fluff his chest up a little bit because he's getting towards that teenage years yeah it, it's very it, it's, it's a lot more harder to try and convince but again if you explain some of the nutrition behind it some of the science behind it you know that th they get it so um yeah i think the education piece is really important because as they grow up throughout their lives you know you might tell them something at their four they might not implement that till they're nine but that's already in them then that's already kind of ingrained in them isn't it yeah, it is. It is. It's incredible. I mean, these these kids are in, incredible. And you know, if you if you just talk to them and you just tell them why, yeah. they'll they'll get it. Yeah, they're really smart. Yeah, absolutely. So, in terms of, um, have you noticed any benefits to the children? You know, when they come down your road to kind of stage three, you know, in terms of like their sleep, in terms of their moods, have you noticed anything like that? So. My middle son, Roger, he's my nine-year-old. So I have three kids. Izzy is 11, Roger's nine, and Parker's four. Right. And, yeah. um, you know, Roger, uh, he has ADHD, ODD, oppositional okay. defiance disorder. I mean, this kid is, he's a challenge. I love him so yeah. much, but he's, he's a challenge. And, um, yeah. you know, we find that if we're making, you know, bad choices, lax, lax choices in the sense of like, Hey, mom, dad, can I have an Oreo or whatever? Yeah. Um, you know, he'll go eat like a whole sleeve of Oreos and be like, no, 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 no. You know, it's like, <laughs> OMG. Yeah. Um, so there's no restraint. But I think that um when when we are able to help help educate him, help him, mm -hmm. you know, be monitored and understand what's going on, like, yeah, he he operates better. And he almost it almost has this great effect on him where if you give him a list, um, yeah. 
he will follow the list like to a T and he's such a perfectionist that he'll be like, right. that's not on the list, dad. I'm not doing that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And my son, like my nine-year-old son is so passionately vegan that he okay. will look at labels and he will ask people okay. straight up, like completely unapologetic, like, is this vegan? And then they'll yeah. be like, no, I'm sorry. It, there's, there's milk in this. He'll be like, I'm not eating that. Sorry. <laughs> you know? And it's, it's, it's like, bro, you need to chill out a little bit, you know, calm down. Yeah. But he knows who he is and he's yeah. very passionate about it. And that's not me. Like I'm not ma- trying to make him this vegan activist, but he just kind right. of is. Yeah. Um, and so I, you know, I support him and I help him with whatever we need to. But um, I think that when we take away the sugary treats and we are a little bit more mindful about exactly what type of food he's eating. Yeah, we see, we see some better behavior. Um, mm. But if you don't have a kid with, uh, sensory issues like mine, um, you know, at a very basic level, they're going to be, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and come out with it here. They're going to be pooping a lot better. Okay. Like I can't tell you how many parents show up to the doctor with constipation issues, stomach issues. They have trouble going to the bathroom. Like guys pump your kids full of fiber instead of giving them juice boxes all the time. Give them some, you know, it's funny. Like there's this brand we have here in the U S called, uh, simply, Simply whatever, simply OJ, simply lemonade, whatever you want to call right. it, right? And so I I cut it. I cut it with water. Like I, I'll give them some lemonade, but yeah. I'll, I'll do like four parts water, one part lemonade. But then when it goes down to like half the bottle, yeah. I will literally squeeze two lemons into it and make okay. real lemonade with all the vitamins and beautiful benefits of yeah. actual lemon. And then I'll drop some vitamin D drops in there. Like I have these right. vitamin D drops and it's like 2000 UI, which is really great per drop. So yeah. I'll, I'll put like six, seven drops in there. And we've got a vitamin D infused lemonade. They literally don't know the difference. Like they right. don't care. Yeah. And that's the way that I can slip some good stuff into them and, and make them feel good about what they're eating and, and make me feel good. Like, yeah. dude, yeah. I just got vitamin D in my kids. Are you kidding yeah. me? Come on. Awesome. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so yeah, I do notice, I do notice difference. I mean, the fiber is one thing. Uh, the behavior, the focus is another thing. Um, their skin is really, really yeah. great. Um, their, uh, their teeth, you know, th- that's going to be great when they go to the dentist, the dentist is always like, Hey, you're doing a great job. You know, we make sure yeah. of course they brush and floss every night, but more than that, like they're not eating so much sugar and like, you know, it's, uh, yeah. It's a good thing. So I think, yeah. yeah, there's lots of good benefits. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, the, the, the sugar thing is, you know, we could have a whole podcast on that alone. It's, it's really <laughs> profound. And, you know, sugar and fats is, is, is to me, the, the, the unspoken about epidemic that's going on right now. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, you know, society's heading for a car crash if we continue the way we're going. Because, you know, it's not just the sugar you see, it's the sugars you don't see. It's the manufactured stuff that they put in. And, you know, I notice, you know, like you, the kids don't follow a perfect diet all the time. And we have a, a drink in the UK called Fanta. I don't know if you have it in the US. Oh, yeah, we do. We um, and, you know, it is literally like drugging the kids when they drink this stuff, particularly the orange stuff. I don't know what chemicals in it, but, oh, my God, it's like you've just revved them up fill them up with a load of chemicals and away they go. So, you know, I, it is, I think it's very challenging for parents, particularly, you know, 
when we are in whatever was normal a few months ago and you are trying to you know bring your kids up in the best way possible but you're also trying to run the household you're either trying to run a business or have a have a career it's very difficult for parents to actually take the time out to to look at labels and stuff like that but you know and, and what happens is they rely on the marketing of the food you know producers to tell them what's good and what's bad and unfortunately that's you know it's fraught with danger because they put stuff in that we don't really need in our diet. So, Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, you feel like when you go to the grocery store in the cereal section, like you like right at eye level for the kids is like all the fruity yeah. pebbles and the stupid cartoon stuff that you're like yeah. trying to get the kids to tell mom and dad to buy. And I'm like, come on guys, you're smarter than that. Look at that. Yeah. You know, look, turn it, turn it around. I'll teach my kid, like turn it around and look at the label, how much fiber compared to sugar is there is it more than double the sugar content because if yeah. it's not i ain't touching that you know yeah yeah, so, yeah. Uh, i don't know if you have you ever heard of the story about do you have cornflakes in the u.s we do have cornflakes yeah have you heard the story about why they were created um okay i think it was a seventh day adventist that created cornflakes right well, it was the, the the story that I've I've heard about fairly recently was that it, they were created in the 1940s, okay, and they were manufactured in such a way on purpose to lower men's testosterone. Oh my gosh, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. No, which is just crazy. Yeah, wow. I, I would imagine that the recipe's not the same as what it, it was then now. But oh, how funny! Yeah. Yeah, that no. is that is. I, I was blown away when I heard that. So um, I did not know that. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, really crazy. So, so in terms of nutrients, though, Corey, do, are you concerned? Because you know, I've read conflicting studies about you know a plant based diet has all the nutrients in you want, and then some are saying, well, if you don't eat meat, you're missing out on some key, um, you know, amino acids and stuff like that. You can't get in plant based diets. What's your view on all of that? Well, full disclaimer, I'm not a dietitian. I'm just a dad. <laughs> but um, there's there's nothing you cannot get on a plant-based diet, whether you're talking about iron, protein, carbs, you know, there's macronutrients and micronutrients, folks. Yeah. The only thing that you couldn't get up until recently was B12. But here's the thing. We get secondhand B12 by eating animals, right? B12 yeah. is, a, is a, found in the dirt. So the only yeah. reason that animals have it is because they eat grass so we're eating second sloppy seconds of b12 <laughs> you know yeah. so you, you know you would take a b12 you know supplement it's like this thing you just you just chew on it tastes like cherry it's great whatever but um there's actually a a a, a plant uh called uh lentine it's it's basically a, a water-soaked lentil it's completely sustainable yeah. eco-friendly and there's this this brand um, that, uh, manufactures this plant-based protein called clean green protein. And I, I freaking love it. Like it's by this company called clean machine. And I, that is the only plant-based, you know, protein that actually contains bioavailable B12. So now, no, there's, there's nothing you, you can't get from a plant-based diet. Um, and, uh, you know, I know that, you know, I just dropped the brand name, but like, look, like this, this protein is available like around the world and it's, it's a big deal. And so, um, I, I love, you know, talking about amazing companies that are doing great things, but no guys, there, there's nothing that you cannot, you know, get, I mean, there, yeah. there's, it's all there. And, um, 
quite honestly, you know, in the history of the world, there's never been an isolated protein deficiency. I mean, mm. there, there's just never been an isolated protein deficiency without some other kind of major medical issue, like yeah. kidney failure or, you know, cancer, things like that. Obviously, mm. your body's shutting down, you're going to have a protein problem. But um, I, don't, I don't think people really know or understand how much protein they need on a daily basis. So how can, no. you, how can you worry about one macronutrient in protein? Yeah. That's the thing that everybody always worries about on a plant-based diet. But there's so many things to, to worry about. And I think, guys, as long as you're eating a balanced plate, and you look at that plate, like, you know, look at, look at whatever food plate you want. But you need to have some portion of protein, some portion of uh, fruits, some portion of veggies, and some portion of whole grains. So if I were to look at a plate, and I have that plate protein, okay, for me, instead of 75 of my 75% of my plate being like a 16 ounce ribeye steak or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to have it be beans or um, tofu or, um, you know, like that Beyond Burger we talked about, a soy protein, right. you know, something like that. For fruits, who knows? Uh, did you know an avocado is a fruit, right? I mean, hey, you can have an avocado, you can have strawberries, yeah. you can have blueberries, a banana, whatever you want, right? Yeah. For the veg, you got. Tons of things. You could do potatoes. You could do corn. You could do broccoli. You could do carrots. There's so many different things you could do. And then finally for grains, that's where we're talking about the brown rices of the world. You can have white rice if you want. It's not going to be as nutritionally dense as the other, but yeah. that's okay. Um, quinoa, couscous. I mean, my goodness, there's tons of different things yeah, out there, guys. Um, yeah. So I think we just have to rethink what food is and rethink what our plate looks like. Because I think out of the plates that we're used to, we're seeing 75% protein in the form of animal-based meat. And then 25% is, you know, vegetables in the form of French fries, <laughs> right? And so French fries are not a vegetable. They are a potato that is fried in oil. Like, come on, guys, yeah. let's, let's think yeah. about this. Use an air fryer, for God's sake, at the very yeah. basic. Make them out of actual potatoes. I don't yeah. know. But... um. But yeah, so I think it's just thinking about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think I think for me, you know, it's it, there's two things really. There's about you know m making conscious decisions, being aware, and then there's education because it, quite rightly, as you said, you know, not many people know um, what breakdown of, of uh, macronutrients they have in their diet or what they need um, or what they're missing out on. So to go to take it down to the micronutrient level. Is taking it a bit far unless you're, you know, some kind of pro athlete or or, or or the rest of it. But you know that, and that's some, the biggest thing for me, Corey, and what I'm trying to do with Fitter Healthier Dad is just kind of make people a bit more aware, right? And just say, come on, guys, don't just pick up the packet because it says it's good for you and because it's green and all the rest of it. Take some time out to actually look at what's in food, and you know, not specific food, but just what's in food, and just kind of educate yourself, and then, and then you can make far better more conscious choices um and informed decisions mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely so so cory just to touch on another point i want to ask you about what's your view on on lectins because it, there's this talk around beans you know having this kind of lectins on them unless they're sprouted unless they're soaked is that a kind of more misinformation out there or what's your view on that yeah i'd kind of put that next to uh What's that thing in uh, milk? Uh, in in like, 
in some milks, a uh, carrageenan, right? right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> the truth is, Darren, I don't know. And I'm not going to pretend to know. Like, I, I am not a scientist. I am not a dietitian or a nutritionalist, whatever you want to call me. I'm just <laughs> a dad. And the truth yeah. is, like, everything that I eat makes me feel great. And um, I, you know, I check in with my doctor every year like I'm supposed to. And uh, yeah. that doctor tells me that things are just fine. Blood work, uh, right. BMI, physicality, all this kind of stuff. And so I think we can get super granular on this stuff. And yeah. if I went to medical school and, well, first of all, if I went to medical school, I wouldn't learn, any, learn anything about nutrition because it's not taught. <laughs> yeah. But that's another subject. But, you know, I think that um, if I had the credentials to speak on that, I totally would. I just don't. Yeah. And I, I don't want to give misinformation. And uh, No, that's cool. That's that's absolutely fine. And I appreciate and respect you being. Oh, yeah. So that's cool. So in terms of um, cooking, obviously, you've got the Lean Green Dad cookbook. So in terms of cooking and planning meals and stuff in your house, how does it work? Who gets involved? Who does a menu? Do do you do a menu? <laughs> so we we have uh, we have a meal planning app that we use. This part of kind of my my lean green dad uh, services and and stuff like that. And and that book you mentioned, guys, like if you're listening, is totally free. And there's no right. no weird hook here. No weird <laughs> kind of like skeezy marketing stuff. Like it's it's literally a sixty page ebook that I sell on Amazon that I I give away for free. Um, yeah. So. If, if you want it, it's, it's just on the homepage of leangreendad.com. Literally, there, there's two versions. There's the, the completely like no email required version. Like you just click on it and you'll get it. And it's like three recipes that you can use right now. But on page two of that book, it says like, hey, listen, if you're serious about this, I'll give you my five chapter, 45 recipe, you know, full ebook. Just, uh, just tell me where to send it. And then I send it to your email. So okay. Um, so there's that, but yeah, I, I think there's some weeks where we're super good and we plan things out with our app. And then there's some weeks where we're like, uh, we're going to have waffles for dinner tonight, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and we just kind of wing it. So, um, right now with the stay at home orders and everything that we're doing, uh, we have to get really creative because I'm only going to the store once a week. I will yeah. be honest. I usually go to the store once a day when, you know, right. we're in the, in the normal, way of things. And I, I do that because first and foremost, I really enjoy going to the grocery store. I, yeah. I like it. Um, yeah. it's, it's relaxing for me. It's a time when no one's screaming and yelling at me or asking me for something. <laughs> uh, I get to push my cart and just feel super happy. Uh, yeah. but you know, uh, I also go because the, most of the food we buy is super fresh. And so yeah. I need to go and get it constantly. I don't need to, um, you know, have, uh, avocados and tomatoes, like sitting around for a week and a half before I use them, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, we, we do a, a, a medium amount and then we also go out like when we're allowed to go out, we, we go out and, yeah. um, we enjoy that. Uh, we try to limit it to once or twice a week. We have some great plant-based vegan restaurants here in Orlando. Okay. Um, Gosh, uh, there's a celebrity vegan chef, Matthew Kinney. He's got this place called Humble that's real close to us that we right. go to. Um, there's just like amazing spots that we're able to go to. And uh, we try to be a little more cost conscious. So we try not to yeah. go out that much. But um, yeah, there, there's good stuff around here. Yeah, I think, you know, going to the store and, and getting your produce daily, 
you know, the kids complain when I go to the supermarket because I take twice as long to, <laughs> to go around because I'm always looking at the produce, looking at where it's come from, looking what's in the packets, if I buy any packets, that is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I think, you know, when it is such a big part of your life and you realize how much of an impact food can just have on other areas of your life, then, you know, you take that seriously, right? And and yeah. you, you do put the time and effort into to selecting to selecting the right foods um so and, and i think the other thing as well is and this is taking it up away from any kind of veganism or, or whatever other things protocols you want to call them and that's the, the source of your food as well right so mm-hmm. yeah you know, it's, it's very important to to know the source of your food and make sure that you know it's not coming from um, places where they're over farming and all the nutrients have gone out of the soil because ultimately that affects the nutrients in your food so um yeah absolutely yeah so uh in terms of uh, five key actions then Corey, what um would you suggest the listeners can take on board um to bring some plant-based power into their lives heck yeah well i gotta tell you darren just for you just for you i wrote these down all right i got five i got five for you okay number one no more sugary soft drinks Okay. There is no excuse to have Cokes in your house, people. I don't care if you love it and, oh, you just have one every now and then. Get that crap out of your house. If you want to have it, have it when you go out to a restaurant. Okay. Yeah. But you can replace it with tons of different carbonated flavored waters. Okay. There's LaCroix out there. There's stuff called Bubbly. There's Perrier. There's all different flavored waters and they're flavored with like essential oils and lemon and lime. Like go, come on. You, you got it. Just that small switch is going to be massive for you, okay? Um, The second one would be sub out your milk, okay? Just get rid of dairy milk. You don't need to drink cow milk. We are the only mammals that drink another mammal's secretions. And that's (laughs) what they are, folks. Like, that's so nasty, right? Um, Dairy milk is made for baby calves because we want to fatten them up as soon as possible. We don't need that, all right? So listen, there's rice milk. There's coconut milk, there's almond milk, there's soy milk, there's hemp milk, there's pea, P-E-A milk. Guys, get out there and try any of these milks. And if your kids, oh, well, my kids love chocolate milk. I feel you. My kids love chocolate milk too. They've never had dairy chocolate milk. They have almond chocolate milk. And I guarantee you, they can't tell the difference. Okay? (laughs) So it's still sugary treat that I would only have like once every now and then, but um, you're, you're making a, a big switch by subbing out your milk. Okay. Um, number three, we already touched on, but try a beyond burger. All right. If you're a guy that says, I just love my burgers or I just love my steak and potatoes. I'm a steak and potatoes kind of guy. All right. Listen to me, steak and potatoes kind of guy in the, in the movie game changers, they did an analysis on, you know, like <laughs> the, the manly side of this. Okay. And you want to talk about testosterone levels and all this other yeah. kind of stuff. They they looked at like <laughs> I'm gonna just get go go with this here, Darren. But they looked at <laughs> the length of erections, okay, and how long they lasted on a meat based diet versus you know a plant based diet. And okay. the plant based guys they transitioned them, and I'm telling you, it was night and day difference. Okay, wow. so if you want to. If you want to be worried about being a real man and all this other kind of stuff, like <laughs> throw that out the window. All right, go go try it out. And 
And, you know, if you don't want to try the Beyond Burger, if you're not a meat person, you're maybe more in phase three. Hey, start with breakfast. Just, just eat a bowl of oatmeal for breakfast. Throw a bunch of fruit on top of it. Pour some maple syrup in there. Maybe some crushed cashews, whatever you want. But just make your breakfast awesome and you can, you can soar. Um, Number four, try to move every day. You know, let go of what an actual workout needs to be. You don't have to go to the gym. You could walk around your neighborhood. You could sit and meditate for 10 minutes. You could talk to your kids. I don't care what you do, but just do something to move every day. You know, I love Fitbits. I I don't have a Fitbit, but I have an imitation Fitbit because it was cheaper on Amazon and it still (laughs) works great. But um, I, I, you know, I track my sleep. I do track my steps. I'm not obsessive about it, but I do like to know, Hey, you know, I'm feeling a little off today. How much did I sleep? Oh crap. Four and a half hours. That's unacceptable. Right? Like, so these things are important. And then, um, the last one is never give up. Like literally never. Like if you eat a sleeve of Oreos, like my nine-year-old son, that doesn't mean you have to stop everything that you've built. Uh, it doesn't mean that you're a failure. It doesn't mean that you need to stop everything. What's the point? You know, um, no, just start again. Tomorrow's a new day. Just start again. And, um, if you never give up and you stay motivated, stay passionate, and you are a shining example for your kids, then, uh, you cannot go wrong because I promise you they're watching you. They're recording everything that you do. And the example that you set for them will set them up for the future. So, yeah, those are those are my five, my friend. Those are my they five. Are amazing. Yeah, thank you very much. That 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 is amazing. I think the last two for me are the key. You know, movement is so key just to move. You know, like you say, you don't have to kill yourself in a hit workout or go to the gym. Just move, and and you know that that kind of mantra of never give up. That is such a, a, a an inf- you know an amazing thing to instill into your children that you know life gets tough sometimes, but that doesn't mean to say you throw in throw in the towel. You know if you if you have something bad to eat, you don't just give up and just go back to to how you used to be, right? So yeah, right. Ne- never give up. I think that's that's amazing, Corey. Um, so before we wrap up, then is there anything that I didn't ask you that you feel which would benefit the listeners? I think we, I think we had an awesome interview, man. I, I, I really enjoy talking to you. And, uh, you know, for me, no, the, the only thing is if I, if I can help anyone, like if, if yeah. someone's listening to this and they're like, great, man, I don't know where to start. Like I, I am very accessible. Okay. Like just send me a note anywhere. Uh, I'm, I'm lean green dad on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, you know, my email is just my name at leangreendad.com. Like I reply to every single email every single email. And so, um, and it's me, it's not like I don't have, you know, someone that checks my email for me. It's me. So, um, every, every night I just sit and reply to emails because I love, I truly love this. I love what I do. And, um, you know, I want to, I want to help as many people as possible. So whether it's the free ebook or, you know, if you want to learn more about this app that I've been talking about, I'm going to be launching that in a, in a couple of days and it's going to have a phase one and two and three meal plan, you know, every single week. So, all that stuff is is there for people, but um, no, I, I appreciate you even having me on to discuss. And I think us us fitter, healthier dads, like as we unite together, uh, yeah. we can only make the world a better place, and that's that's the the biggest goal. Yeah, absolutely, I completely agree with that. It's it's been amazing. I sincerely appreciate you coming on, Corey. Um, 
guys, check out um, Corey's socials. Definitely check out the ebook, uh, lingreendad.com, where you can download it. And yeah, Corey, uh, thanks very much for coming on again. And I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Same here, Darren. You too. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Fitter Healthier Dad podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit subscribe. And I would really appreciate if you could leave a review on iTunes. All the links mentioned in the episode will be in the show notes. And a full transcription is over at fitterhealthierdad.com.